0: You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank.
1: And welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. We're talking about first dates in recovery. I have recovery coach and Recovered Life contributor, Jessica Duenas on the line. How you doing, Jessica?
0: Good. How are you, Damon?
1: Great. It's always good to see you. You always put a smile on my face. You always have great things to talk about. You know, this topic, first dates in early recovery. Oh, man, T- talk about a stressful time. I know you went through it. You coach people who are going through it. What's this all about, Jessica? Like, what, are some, wh- what was your experience like? And, and, and how can you help others in, in this uh, pursuit?
0: Yeah. So my experience when I decided to, that I was ready to start dating and pursuing a relationship, I was faced with the question that everyone asks themselves, when do I disclose or do I disclose if I'm in recovery? And I remember there was one time that I disclosed to someone that I was, but I did it lacking confidence. And I was like, is it okay that I don't drink? Right. And I completely came off as honestly a weakling. Right. And, um, it did, turned this person off and they were like, Oh, actually my mom had a drinking problem and I'd rather not deal with it. And so he ended up just cutting off communication with me. So what that really taught me there was that a, we do need to disclose that we are in recovery when we're dating because it gives us the opportunity to clear people out of the way who are not going to be there for us. Because if someone, for example, like that person who I just spoke about does not want to date people in recovery, they're completely entitled to that But we need to give them that choice to make that clear. So like, yes, disclose it um, at some point before your first date. So that way, maybe it's not so awkward in your first date, like while you're actually there, I would say, throw out that you don't drink in advance so that you're not throwing that other person off. But then again, also, it gives you the opportunity to clear people out of your way who are not going to be there for you. Um, And then the other thing that I learned from that experience, and just from dating in general, is just that when you share confidently that you're in recovery, you're showing that person that your journey is an asset and it's not a liability. But if you lack confidence when you're saying that, then yeah, that person might lack confidence in you and might wonder like, whoa, is this person going to relapse if I start dating them? And then what?
1: Yeah. How many people have we known that I know through 12 step groups and just friends that have been sober there, you know, they've decided to go onto the dating scene and they weren't ready. Like you were talking about not being ready. and. It didn't work out well, and in some of the people I knew, they relapsed uh, because it brought up all these emotions, Jessica, that they weren't really ready for. How, how, what is your checklist with people to make sure that they're ready, Right to make sure that they're not going to go out on that first date and be so overwhelmed that it's going to lead to a first drink or a drug?
0: Yeah. I mean, my basic checklist is, are you comfortable telling that person that you are in recovery and making it seem like it's a good thing that you're in recovery? Because if you can't confidently tell another person like what you're doing, then how are you going to be able to stand up for yourself when you start to struggle?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the whole idea of uh, picking people whether they are sober or not. I know a lot of people will choose not to go out with somebody who drinks or they're checking out actually that, I, I mean, I've even had friends who have gone online to Instagram and TikTok to see if the person is a drinker before. How important is it to kind of know, Jessica, like, you know, do you, is, is it safe in your opinion with people in early recovery To date people who are maybe more than moderate drinkers. Maybe that is their scene. They are out drinking. What do you tell people who ask you that?
0: I would say that if you're in early recovery, so you are still shaky on your own foundation. You know the answer to that already. I think all of us know deep down inside, like what is good for us and what isn't good for us. And I can tell you, no, that's not safe. Don't go out on that date, and you can follow my advice, or you can have experience, be a really rough teacher and go ahead and do it. So it's it's all up to the person how they want to learn that lesson. They can either take it from someone who has dated an early recovery and has lost a partner who relapsed, or they can just find out for themselves. But I personally don't recommend. Dating in very early recovery, and especially not dating someone who's a heavy drinker or heavy other substance user um, in early recovery, just because we're not really strong yet.
1: You know, we hear all these people too talking about, forget about the sober dating scene, but we hear about all these people talking about going out in first dates and trauma dumping on people, just telling people every little bit of their life, right? And the other person's like, whoa, too much. Uh, Do do you think you have to be careful about that, about how much you tell people? I mean, I know like in the workforce, like I tell people, sometimes Jessica, it's like, hey, it's not really not their business, whether you're sober or not. It's just not right. Not right now. You don't know them well enough to kind of go down your whole history. You could tell them, hey, you're sober, you don't drink, but you don't necessarily have to go down that whole history of how you got there. Yeah.
0: And I agree. You don't need to go down your whole history of how you got there. But if you're recovering from an addiction, I'm not just saying like, oh, I thought I had a little bit of trouble with alcohol and so I don't drink anymore. I'm talking about addiction, alcoholism. If you know that was you, the other person should at least know if that is a genuine issue or that was an issue with you so that they can decide if they want to stay or not stay. I'm not saying you need to go tell them your whole story, right? You don't need to do a whole testimony. You can feel free to say, we can talk about this another time, but I just want to let you know I'm in recovery. I'm in recovery says enough. I'm in recovery lets the person know that you once struggled a lot and you don't anymore.
1: Oh, I love that. That's really great advice. You know, we've talked a lot about some of the negatives our fears that people have. What are some of the positives? You, you were somebody who dated when you were out drinking and then when you're in recovery you dated too. What's the difference for you? What 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 was the big difference? What are some of the positives of dating sober or picking who you're gonna date sober?
0: Yeah, I mean I feel like the biggest benefit of dating sober is that hyper awareness of the fact that there's eight billion people on this planet. So I understand that I don't need to settle for you if we are not a good fit and I can move on to another person. When I was drinking, I felt so low about myself that I was welcoming all sorts of people into my life that really had no business being there because I didn't think that I was worthy of anything better.
1: Mm, I like that. So you have a better sense of who you are and what is a right fit for you. You know, they always talk about, I think one of the, we did an episode recently about dating in the first year of recovery. Like how many people say, hey, don't do that. Like that is a huge no-no. And there's a big controversy because there's a lot of people who've been married, had long-term relationships, they met in rehab, right? What about picking, right? Like picking the person, they always say, there's always this, this thing about, hey, people that are in recovery sometimes pick inappropriately what would be your tips here when you're starting maybe on the dating scene? Maybe there's people that are on dating sites, right? They're going through. What are some of the tips that you give people and some of your clients that are very nervous about this, about how to pick the right type of people?
0: Yeah. I would say like, let's say if you're looking at a dating site, some of the biggest like red flags are people who immediately frame things from a negative perspective. Like no, or I don't want no X, Y, Z. Like if you're already starting with your page, your profile, whatever, from a space of anger, lack, anything that's starting from negative energy, that's usually a pretty good like red flag right there. So I would say, look at what they choose to put out there about themselves. And that's going to give you a lot of information.
1: So final thoughts. Maybe there's somebody out there that's listening to this. They want a date. They've been thinking about it. They've been sober for a while maybe, but they're a little afraid. What's the final tips that you would have for them?
0: Um, I would just say try different things and see what works for you, right? Like let's say in terms of disclosing and how you disclose to people, Play around with what feels most comfortable for you and see what gets you kind of like the results that you enjoy. Like if you realize that you'd rather you find that you like telling people in advance that you don't drink before the first date and that makes you feel more at ease once you're already there. That's great. If you'd rather wait until it comes up on the first date and then you do it, see how that feels for you. Um, everybody kind of has to play around with what works best for them. Same thing with your profile, right? Like you can put if you're sober on some of the apps, you can put that you're sober specifically, or you can put that you don't drink, or you don't need to mention it at all. So play around with things. There's no one right formula, um, but you just have to see what feels like a good fit for you.
1: Love it. Jessica Duanez, thank you so much for coming on. Everybody, if you want to connect with Jessica, we're going to put links uh, to how you can get a hold of her and set up a call uh, to discuss this with her. Thanks so much for coming on the show today.
0: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: Sometimes addiction recovery can be a lonely battle, but you don't have to fight it alone. At Recovered Life, we're dedicated to helping you live your best recovered life. And that's why we're inviting you to subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. Every week, we carefully curate exclusive content from leading minds in addiction recovery, mental health, and all things important to the recovery lifestyle. Stay in the know with the latest news about addiction and get exclusive invitations to specially recovery-focused events and explore insights tailored to support recovery from alcoholism, drug addiction, codependency, disordered eating, dysfunctional family dynamics, gambling, and so much more. With our newsletter, each week becomes an opportunity for growth, healing, and taking a step closer to the life you deserve. Take your first step towards a brighter future today. Go to recoveredlife.us and subscribe for free. Sign up now at recoveredlife.us.